0: 3, 2, 1, Boom! Broadcasting
1: live from the center of the universe. Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Yes, sir. It's Ian
0: Clay, broadcasting from the box in the 918. Hey, the business school and the topic today. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And for anybody out there listening from the uh, great city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, people listening from Portland to Oregon, people listening from the state of Oregon, people listening in the state of Oklahoma, Z, people listening, people tuning in from other planets to listen to the broadcast Ooh. excellence. They are in for a treat today because we have Pastor Brian Gibson yeah. inside the studio today. And we're talking about a topic that, Z, I I know you're passionate, passionate about. And it's making a unified brand, keeping it consistent. And so this is an example. When you think about... Z sixty six. That's your auto auction. Correct. And you think about Z's sleep center. Doctor
1: Z's with multiple Z's. Z's. And you
0: think about A to Z Get Medical. It. A Get to it. Z Medical. A to Z. And you think you think about you think about you know it's it's. There's something, I don't know what it is. There's something there that seems like a common denominator. Rock and Z Ranch. There's Dr. Robert Zelman and Associates. I, I feel like, I is don't know what it is, Chubb. There seems like there's something. Some type of common thread. Common, thre- common denominator that seems to be there. Hmm. I okay, It all has to do with being an eye doctor. That's what it is. Yeah. No, no. no. Okay, you have okay. a Z in all of those, on oh, all the brands. Oh, so weird. Z, talk to me about why is it so important for you as you've grown your brands to incorporate the Z or the Zellner into all of that branding?
1: Well, you build up um, goodwill with, and you build up a, a brand then you need to be consistent with it. I mean, why build up a brand and then not use it?
0: But I need to see a chart that shows me the data that proves what you're saying is correct. I need to see the, the math of it, the statistics. of it. I don't want to hear that you, you build up a goodwill. Like How, how do you measure
2: goodwill really? how
1: do you measure? Yeah, exactly. Well, by, by when you open up the new businesses, then people can they go, oh, is that linked to you? Is that yours? Oh, I see. I see. I think, oh, yeah, the one guy, and this guy has is a nice guy. This guy's a good guy. I did business with him over here. Why wouldn't I do business over here?
0: My daughter gets her glasses there. Well, of course she does. And and so I am a used car dealer, and I want to buy cars. I'm sure he did an excellent job there, too. Let's give her a whirl. I mean, see, how many times have you heard that kind of thing?
1: Well, actually, what happens more than not is that, um, you know, whenever I open back up the auto auction again, all the car dealers in town said, hot dog. We got good vision care now, everybody. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They, oh, a few, a, yeah. A few oh, perks yeah. are coming. I'll, pr- I'll press you up no, big time. <laughs> but the, the thing about, like, my brother, who's a chiropractor, he was trying to, when he was going to name and brand his business, I said, well, don't be an idiot. I mean, you got the last name Zellner. I mean, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars spreading that name around this town. I, why would you just call it Zellner Chiropractic? He goes, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I think I will. I didn't so, a name.
0: He didn't want to buck the name and name it Chuck Wagons?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, or, you know... Dr. Dr. Chuck, snap and crack. I, you know, it's like there's a lot <laughs> of other names you could have put in there, but it's, you know, why not? Well, you know, Find the parade and get in front of it. And so when someone's building a parade, just get in front of the thing, you know?
0: Elon Musk, uh, this is a guy who is very, very good at finding a parade and getting in front of it. So here's an example. He realizes that more and more people are using the internet, you know? So I should probably, Thank you, Alcar- he's a smart guy. And so he came up with PayPal, okay? So he came up with PayPal, PayPal, uh first online uh way for you to move money from a to b securely exits from paypal uh he basically got bought out without his knowledge when he went he had never been on vacation he goes on vacation for the (laughs) first time true story they forced him out of his own company so he's like okay well i'm moving on to my next thing so his next thing is is tesla Mm -hmm. now electric cars were a, a thing and he wanted to get into the beginning of it before it became big uh, he's also involved in a company called Solar City, and he wanted to get into that before it became big. Um, but he's very consistent about making sure that you understand an Elon Musk company stands for innovation and absolutely maniacal focus on that innovation. It, he's very, very consistent with that. So I want to ask you, Pastor Brian, if someone's listening to the show today and they are a uh, pastor of a church, what role. Does branding play in the church? And why do they have to keep a consistent brand and not just allow themselves
2: to take the idea of the month? Well, branding is massive because, let's face it, if somebody's going to come to your church, they come to your church if you're a leader because they're buying into you as a leader first, right? They're showing up typically. They're going to be there. The kids' ministry might be great. The music might be wonderful. But they want to know what are these people all about that are leading these things, this thing. And so everything you do, everything you put together, it has to have a brand and it has to represent your spirit, your goals, your vision, what you're, what you're doing, what you're aiming at. And then it has to run consistently through the heart of the ministry. It's your flow. It's your vibe. It's what makes you different. It's what makes you unique. And everybody, even, even if they're not uh, selling it or pitching it big time you start to feel through that that brand, who they are, where they're going, their identity.
0: You know, Elon Musk, uh, he says, brand is just a perception, Chuck. He says, a perception will match reality over time. Sometimes it will be ahead. Other times it will be behind. But brand is simply a collective impression some have about a product. Now, Pastor Brian has been on billboards before, right? So he's on a billboard. Right. Why? Why would you advise for pastors or any client, any business owner who's going to end up being on a billboard? Why would you recommend that they have professional headshots taken and not just, uh, you know,
3: go with photos from their phone that they happen to have? Well, like Elon Musk said in that quote, that brand is a perception, and over time, it's going to match reality. So you want to look big and look awesome from the very from the very beginning. You want to have that brand nailed so that the first time somebody identifies who you are and your brand, they have that image in their mind of high quality. You know, if you're going for character, or whatever that is, you want to nail that branding right whenever you started.
0: I, I put I put it on the show notes for all the listeners out there. If you go to ThriveTimeShow.com and you click on the podcasts, you can look at the show notes. But Z, I'm going to pull up some pictures that our team took okay. for some clients. Here we are. get right. ready screen. to get hungry. This is Sushi Fork. They're a sushi nice. restaurant, and you see the photos are high quality. And Z, why would you recommend that every restaurant owner out there gets high quality photos of their food and by default? Can you explain to me why most people don't? Because most restaurants we work with have really terrible photos of their food previous to our team taking photos
1: like this. Well, everybody now, in case you didn't realize that Clay is a photographer. Everybody. Everybody is a photographer. Oh, we all yeah. carry around. I mean, phones are really just cameras that you can talk and text on. I used right. to
0: take photos <laughs> on my cell phone. I mean, I mean you know, the, the
1: pixels, time. the quality. And everybody um, is out there taking all these, you know, emo Kind of pictures of you know, my, just my feet, yes. just my feet, uh, up, you know, in front of a toes. fireplace. You had and kind like, of a filter that looks on it. Good. You that had looks a filter good. on yeah, it. That pretty, yeah. looks pretty good. And then you actually get someone who knows how to take a picture, and it's night and day difference. But you know, if you don't know what you don't know, now the reason why you have to have it is exactly what Butterchup just said, and that is. That it's, it's that calling card, it's it's the first thing they're going to see about you, especially on your website. I mean, a lot of people are going to Google you, they're going to get get on there, they're going to look at your reviews, they're going to look at the, the quality of it, and it's very important to have it a high quality. If you are not a professional photographer, don't take the picture that you're going to put on your website.
0: There's a website out there, we're putting this on the show notes, it's called kpcb.com, kpcb.com. C, B, how, what does that mean? Does K that like mean? kangaroo, K, K like kangaroo, P like Paul, C like cub, B like bear.com. These guys these guys are the investors, Kleiner Perkins, the investors in Google, never heard of it. Uh, Square, uh, i am a blank, Amazon.com, I've never heard of it at all. Twitter, I think I, feel, I, think I buy different of a Twitter, what does that do? Nest, no, I, I don't, it's not, Airbnb, no. No, uh, you know, I, I just I did I feel like SoundCloud. Nope. Spotify. Uber. I, Uber. I, Uber. Nope. I never been outside. Actually, uh, what country are we in? No, but if you if you weren't born yesterday, everybody knows about Kleiner Perkins or at least the companies they funded, and they have a professional headshot of all of their partners. And Z, why? If you're going to put a photo of your teammate, why would you want at least to have a professional headshot of every team member?
1: Why? So you look good. What? It's impressive. People want, you know. Do you look good? The the shading's right. The, the background, the lighting, the everything about it, it's it's in focus. It looks good. I tell you what. When I see a commercial on TV, or when I see a website that's done kind of, not very well, we'll, we'll kind of like that. You know, poor pro. Um, you know, poor production. Good people,
0: bad. Good side. people, I and mean, you're people. just kind of oh.
1: going. What a waste of money and resources. I mean, it's almost like I don't want to go there now. So you here's know?
0: another example. Let me show the, I'm going to show Pastor Brian this picture of Steve Jobs. This was the last portrait sitting that he did before his death. Um, Steve Jobs was, a man, was maniacal that all of his photos were taken tight like that. He said, if you can't look into my eyes, I'm not interested in having the photo taken. All of his photos are like that. Why wow. are there pastors out there? business owners out there from your perspective that are resistant to taking a headshot? I mean, Steve Jobs was maniacal about having headshots because he said that lets you look into the soul of the company.
2: Why do you feel like a lot of people are resistant to that? Well, I, I think a lot of times pastors especially don't want to say this thing is about me, right? It's like a false humility. It's a false pride. And, and they're saying if it's a headshot of me or you put my image up there, then it's like I'm, I'm not selling Jesus. I'm, I'm selling myself. Uh, And I actually had trouble with that years ago. I I would never put myself on a billboard, not put myself here. It's like, it's about Christ, but people are going to, Jesus is, he's here, he's available to them, but they're going to connect to him through that person. And if you're going to connect to a person, you connect to the facial features. When we're speaking, the eyes say a lot more than the words do, right? So a tight head shot that has the face, has the eyes, it's powerful. And you got to get this stuff right because if it's not right digitally, if you don't have it going on on the internet, really the internet is a lot of smoke and mirrors, right? Uh, Right. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors. So if you can't get it going on there, where do you have it going on?
0: My, uh, again, not religiously, I'm not a big fan of the guy's, uh, I don't agree with all of his worldviews, but my business hero as it relates to those I've read about, my favorite one that I've read about. Is Russell Simmons? Now, he's the guy who introduced hip hop music out there, but all of his headshots—I mean, Z, every headshot—I'm pulling them up on the screen and I'll put it on the show notes. But he's always smiling, and he's always wearing a, a baseball hat, and it's always a, a tight. Why do see? Why is it so important that your headshots are consistent? I mean, why is it so important that if you're going to go through the effort of having headshots that you look consistent from year to year, photo to photo? Why is that important?
1: Well, I mean, he's he knows the power of those tight shots. And so that's why he's just done it throughout them. You know he understands, like Steve Jobs. He understands that you know if you can't really get in here close and see my features, then what, what's the picture for? Let know? me cute
0: this photo of Oprah. Oprah, very consistent, always does headshots. Again, they're tight. They're from the chest up. See, why can't you just mail it in and get whatever photos? I mean,
1: why can't you just say whatever? You you can. You can. But the impact is lessened. And so these are little tricks. These are these are little super moves. These are action items that you're listening out there right now. You can do. Pull up your own website. Look at the photos you have on there, and and make them better.
0: My brother from another mother, Z. You have audio branded yourself, and I don't think you wake up every single day always super duper happy. There's probably days where you choose to be happy. Some days where you are happy, but just organically. But you're you The thing is, anytime you're on a radio commercial or on a radio, you it, it it you do sound a certain way. Yes. But there are certain people like I mean I just I want to keep it real, man. I just oh, I'm
1: not but, why, a good but why I'm is sh- low energy honest. bad on a, on a radio if you're going to be a radio guy? Because the, you know you're playing to their ears, you're playing to them they all have a vision. It's really funny when I meet people and they go, I've heard you for years, I didn't know what you looked like, I pictured you differently, you know, and I'm <laughs> like, I hope you pictured me more handsome, Oh, I don't know. But, impossible. Uh, impossible. And that's why a lot of times I didn't have my image out there that much in the early days because it was kind of fun, people not knowing what I looked like. I liked that, what was that show, Tool Time, or no, Tool Time, it was a... Uh, with the neighbor. Home improvement. Always, home, home improvement. improvement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you never quite saw his face. So I thought about doing a TV commercial like that <laughs> to where I'm just always just about a half, a half a click away from seeing me.
0: You know, we come back from the break. We're going to talk about search engine optimization for churches and everybody else. We have Pastor Brian on the show today, but search engine optimization for churches and everybody else. You know, Z, rumor has it people are using the internet. Thank you, Al Gore. Thank you, Al Gore. Thank you for doing that. But how do you get to the top of the Google searches? How do you show up in the search results when people are searching? Stay tuned.
1: (laughs) Want to attend the legendary Thrive Time Show business workshop for free? Subscribe on iTunes. Leave an objective review and send us confirmation at info at thrivetimeshow.com to claim your tickets. Want to live in a van down by the river? Come by and see us at our Riverwalk offices and we'll be able to make your dreams come true.
0: Thrive Nation, hello and welcome back. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. We are joined here today with Dr. Robert Zellner, Eric Chup, the business coach, and an incredible guest here, all the way from Owensboro, Kentucky, Pastor Jesse. How are you? I'm doing
4: good. How are you?
0: Well, I, I, this is this is fun because uh, because Z and I actually own companies. This is a real situation happening right here inside the studio. We have people that occasionally jump. It's like. They're chronic crisis people, so I might have to make a hiring decision while we're in between in between breaks. Right. And you were just telling me, you said Clay, there was a lesson you taught me. So before we get into search engine optimization, yes. I would like for you to share because this is real time stuff. Real time. What it's like to really own a business. I mean, this see, is you could be having <laughs> a, you be having financial peace, time, freedom with your family, and then you have you know. You're, you have your cards in front of you, you're like, I'm going to have to fire this person.
1: I'm going to, right. Sept, right. Something's got to give. Correct. Right. So, Correct.
3: Chup, t- t- tee up the lesson. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Z and Clay tell us as coaches this all the time, and to convey this to our clients, and that is, when you're going to have to fire someone, fire them on your time, because they're going to quit you on their time whenever it is anyways. whenever I do this for every week, by the way. Yes, and that's what you have to do. <laughs> and so one of the, a couple years ago, two and a half years ago, whatever it was, Clay, um, I was just walking through the office. He said, hey, Chup, come here and uh, a certain somebody had gotten caught handing out uh, personal business cards while shooting a wedding for you in epic photography. Also, the same person got caught
0: in the open office watching the Game of Thrones nude scenes on his second video monitor. While editing photos. While (laughs) editing photos (laughs) at the office, and I said, you need to stop. So then he watched um, American Beauty nude scenes, because you can find them on YouTube, and he's watching them on his second monitor. Smart. And so, like, you could
3: see it, but no one else could see it. But I could see when I'd walked by. Same guy. So continue. Right. Okay. So you said, Chubb, come here." Uh, you, you found out what's going on. You heard what's going on with what's his name, right? I just fired him in my head. Right now, in my head. right now, in my head, and literally five months later. Right, Chup, come here. Hey, you remember months ago when yeah. I said what's his name over there? I'm gonna fire him. Right, it's happening right now. Hey, what's his name? Come over here. And boom, right then, it was. Public hanging, and he was it's gone. about to go <laughs> right. down. And right. the reason why you do that is because
0: this person was a very skilled person, but you can hire character and train skill, but you right. can't train character. Right. And so this is just a teaching moment for everybody out there. If you have someone on your team right now, Z, that is absolutely certified uh, to be to be formal, to be articulate, cray-cray. Yes. They're crazy. And you know you need to Scientific. let them go, Z. <laughs> why is it important not to fire them
1: instantly unless you want to do their job for them i mean oh. unless you want to go that weekend the, the guy that will be named later um the, the man whatever he it, is. what's his what's name, his what's name? His name? <laughs> yeah he probably was scheduled out for some uh weddings, weddings or scheduled out for some a, stuff yeah a a lot precisely of
3: like five months of
1: five weddings. months of weddings <laughs> 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 yeah exactly so unless you want to go shoot those yourself you know you just you, you fold it up like you did in your brain and you say you know when i'm ready <clears throat> i.e when i get someone to replace him then I'm going to go through and fire them.
0: And I want to ask Pastor Jesse this because this is a tough, tough question. There's got to be a pastor or two or three or seven who are listening who have a praise and worship leader. Now, I'm sure this has never happened to you, but this is what I see. The praise and worship leader, uh, Z, this person is talented. And so the world lines up and says, the way they sing when they say, because they kind of have a raspy voice. Yeah. I can only imagine imagine what it will be like. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "This person is awesome." At awesome. guitar. But this person, after said services, might say, not to you, but other people, you know, I I I am late. But last time I checked, I'm the only person who can sing like that. My hair's messed up intentionally in a way that only I can do it. And I tell you what, I I have a super. I have a, a certain set of talents and skills that you couldn't possibly replace, Pastor Jesse. So I am going to do whatever I want. And you might have thought in your mind. Oh my gosh, I love that the Lord loves you because I, I and you want to say certain things,
4: right? I have wanted to say lots of things. So
0: yes. tell me, how do you balance that as a pastor of a church when there's somebody on your team that is obviously taking advantage of the fact that they are a praise and worship leader, a youth leader, some kind of leader, and they know you can't replace the youth pastor super quick. No, you cannot replace the praise and worship quick because they're hard to find. Talk to me, how do you manage that? How do you do it?
4: Well, first and foremost, I think that it's important in churches to have multiples. Like, I get really, really nervous about any one ministry that's led by one person. Come on now. When they start having one person that can only do this thing, then I just start introducing all these people that can do that thing. Like, even if they aren't as good, I start talking about how great they
3: are. Rule (laughs) of three. Rule of three. So
4: we're constantly, like, if I see a ministry and there's only one person doing that ministry, my number one goal is to make sure that we recruit in that department and make sure that we multiply uh, because we don't want to be left. And hanging. you can share
0: a story, but it has to be past 10 years ago. So that way it's not too fresh. Maybe oh, eight okay. years ago. Have you had an example where somebody knew that you didn't have a replacement? In the ministry. Now ministry, again, ministry, business, in my opinion, every, every organization is very similar. The rule of 3Z, you want to have three people that know everything if you can. Have you ever had a time where you've thought wow, this person is actually trying to take advantage of this. It's very obvious. Do you have an example like that? Because I'm sure there's a pastor listening who says, I probably am the only one who's dealing with this kind of a situation.
4: Definitely. When you first start, Every single ministry is only led by one person because you don't have any people, right? So and you're probably leading like half of them yourself. And so you've got these people, and you're just so happy that they took it off your hands. And then they hijack that ministry, and they and you can't no one can get information unless this woman is at the info booth because she is the master info deliverer. The master. She is forever. So and they usually come in the form of very sweet, kind natured people that everyone's endeared to and they love. Love, especially. In, I don't know if that's the way it is in business, but in church, it's always a sweet, kind, oh, yeah. wonderful oh, yeah. person <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that she brings pie every Thursday. Oh yeah, and pie. She the pie moves everyone. Mm-hmm. And then nobody wants to make her mad. Nobody no one wants no, to step no, on her no, toes. No. You know. And uh, she, you know, this lady, Miss Julie, whatever her name is. Like, there's nobody else that can do the. She's boost. She makes everybody feel she so welcome. The yeah. And we got in that predicament, and then the next thing I know, I would like you to put this information, in. she's like you know what i don't feel like we need that information i don't want to put that in there i really don't want to do but but the thing is no one's going to know that we're having this mother's day out program unless all of a sudden
0: all of a sudden this sweet lady starts to say i will tell you this i will definitely not put it in there because i know what's best for this ministry yeah yeah and then they go back to the people like you know i just feel like i'm being pressured So it's almost like that two face (laughs) and they are working
4: me so hard in so many hours and I can't believe I'm a volunteer around here. So whenever that happens, then she blows hot one day and she just says, I've been taken so advantage of, there's no way I'm ever giving out info again at a church. And I say, praise God. And then we just put (laughs) three in her spot. Uh, And now we don't let it get to that point. But early on, it was like every
1: ministry. Z, how do you know when it's time to fire and when do you fire? Well, you know it's time whenever you've had enough of the shenanigans, number got one. It. Number one, okay? And then number two, you have them replaced. Unless, oh. unless unless you want to step in and do it. You fire after you've replaced them. I've got the best story ever. When we come back from the break, I know we got to get to SEO, you know, search yeah. We might not never get to search it. We We're having not, such a good time. But I've got... You're fired. I, I don't want to one-up Butterchup and Pastor Jesse, but I've got a story that's going to rock your socks. I want to yes. keep
0: Pastor Jesse on for the next segment as we talk about when it's time to let people go. And the ministry might call it releasing people. There you go. Releasing people. That's we still love them. Stuff. God loves them, but we want to release really? people. Stay tuned.